Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Yale Health Guests. I'm Mike Goulet, manager of Allied Health at Yale Health, and your host. Joining me today is Robert Messina, board-certified neuroradiologist and chief radiologist at Yale Health to discuss differences in types of radiological exams. Welcome, Robert. Thank you, Michael, for having me. Robert, we hear daily of different types of imaging tests. We're all familiar with x-rays, but what other imaging tests do we have at Yale Health? So at Yale Health, in addition to x-rays, we also have uh, other modalities such as ultrasound, CT, MRI, as well as fluoroscopy. And what, there's a lot of terms there. What are the differences between those tests? So fluoroscopy is similar to x-rays. It's a very low dose but real-time uh, imaging where we can actually see motion and function as we're doing a study. Uh, ultrasound, um, unlike uh, x-ray generating uh, imaging, uh, uses sound waves to generate images. And then uh, MRI uh, uses uh, the magnetic properties of different cells to gem generate images. And what about CT? Oh, sorry, CT is also an X-ray generating uh, machine uh, that is uh, great with cross-sectional, which means we take slices through the body to generate pictures of the different organs. That is uh, significantly better than uh, an X-ray. Now, do you need to prepare any way for these types of tests? Uh, yes, for certain tests, um, such as ultrasound, we may have patients fill their bladder. Uh, we use uh, the urinary bladder to actually see the structures that may be deeper in the pelvis. Uh, other tests, like when we're looking for, uh, where we're working up belly pain, uh, we may have the patient not eat for several hours before the exam. Um, let's see, for uh, CT and, and MRI, there's not real uh, preparation involved, depending on the study. But what we may do is check renal function in case we want to give contrast. Now, what types of general conditions would your physician order one of these types of exams? Sure. Um, X-rays are great screening tools when you're looking for fractures. Maybe you're looking for a pneumonia. Um, ultrasound is a beautiful study that, again, does not use radiation. So we may, uh, we may be more inclined to use ultrasound on younger patients. Uh, it is also better at detecting things like gallstones, where X-rays or CT may not be. Uh, CT is also a great uh, screening tool, but it, again, it does use uh, does generate um, you are exposed to radiation during that study. Uh, the anatomic detail, however, gained from using CT is great for trauma cases when you're looking for organs that may be bleeding, when you're looking for things like diverticulitis where you need to see the bowel very well. Uh, MRI has one of the best soft tissue resolutions. So when you're looking for you know, brain abnormalities and tumors and trying to differentiate those from uh, like normal structures like muscle, if it's in an arm or a leg, um, CT and MRI are also great for evaluating the vessels. So you may hear uh, about studies called CT angiogram or MR angiogram, where we can actually see if there are aneurysms, uh, stenosis, or narrowing of different vessels. Um, and what else? Uh, I think that's, mm -hmm. that pretty, pretty much you, covers it. You mentioned the word contrast. What exactly is that? So contrast is a, uh, is a material that we would inject into someone's vein that helps brighten up uh, different structures. So if something's uh, inflamed, it, it'll enhance much more. So uh, let's say we're looking for diverticulitis. We used that before. Well, the colon may look a little more thickened and maybe brighter because it's recruiting a lot of cells there because it, it's, it's angry and inflamed. 
Um, when you're looking for like different tumor works of it, maybe a liver cancer, the can the tumor cells will enhance on many many patients. Um, the other thing that uh, contrast is great for is if you're looking for ischemic changes where different structures may not get enough blood, it will not enhance like the normal tissue would. Now, how long do these types of exams typically take? So CT is relatively quick. The largest uh, portion of the time is actually setting up and putting an, an IV line into the patient. But the studies themselves, a chest, a chest CT, maybe 15 seconds. Uh, MRI, however, is much longer. Uh, the quickest MRI studies, uh, generally about 20 to 30 minutes, but uh, they can go over two hours when we're talking about studies like a total spine MRI without and with contrast. So we, the clinicians try to take that into account when they're ordering studies and not order unnecessarily uh, for the patient's comfort. Robert, you mentioned radiation. Should I be concerned about the amount of radiation I get during these exams? Well, radiation is always a concern, and generally the younger the patient, we're more concerned about it than an older patient, just because they're rapidly growing and there's more time for the potential for something to happen. Um, as a radiologist, we are trained to you know, look out for these things. We live by the Allower principle, which means as low as reasonably achievable. You know, what, so what does that mean? If, if a clinician may be ordering a let's say, a CT of the lumbar spine, and it's a young patient, you know, I may suggest the MRI instead. Um, it, it, different modalities, let's say they're working up a belly pain or like an appendicitis, where the clinician will want to order a CT of the abdomen pelvis, which is an amazing study and does a great job with anatomic detail. But if we can see on ultrasound that the appendix is acutely inflamed and, and abnormal, the surgeons may be willing to take the patient without having to expose them to radiation. Now, in radiation, there's always radiation in the background, um, like a transatlantic flight from, during the daytime, not transatlantic, transcontinental flight. It's about three to five uh, chest radiographs, the exposure if you're flying during the daytime. So what does that mean? You know, if you need a chest radiograph, don't worry about it. You know, you're, it, it's just above background radiation in a sense. Um, and also, different organs are more sensitive than others. So if you need a hand radiograph, you can have a significantly higher exposure to your, to your more distal extremities, like your hands and your feet, rather than your chest or abdomen, and also the thyroid gland if you're worried about a neck x-ray. Robert, thank you for this valuable and important information. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. This has been a Yale University HealthCast, sponsored by Yale Health and the Office of Public Affairs. For more information on this and other health topics, visit our website, yalehealth.yale.edu.